You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope your Employment Rights Week hasn't been too stressful. Remember, you can use your employment rights to get that stressing colleague off your back. Firstly, it would really help us for you to tell other people about this podcast so we can help more people. You can find all our contact and support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast episode. Just scroll down for the links to share the podcast with your family, friends and colleagues. And if you have an iTunes or what's now called an Apple Music account, please leave us a review if you like what we are doing. So this week, we're looking at how dress codes can be used to demand you wear certain clothing at work and how your employment rights can help you to challenge this. The first thing you need to know about dress codes is that where specific dress codes are required for work, your employment rights are covered by health and safety legislation. So, Just as some employers think that they can make you wear or insist that you wear clothing which is attractive to their eye and your employment rights can help you to challenge that, you also have employment rights that will help you to challenge employers who don't provide you with the clothing you need to protect yourself at work. And this latter part of the workplace clothing requirement is covered by the health and safety legislation. So what this means is that legally your employer has to make sure that you have suitable workwear and protective equipment like PPE, for example, if you have to perform any tasks in your job that will expose you to health and safety risks. This is the only area where your employer can instruct you or expect you to comply with a workplace dress code. And if you don't comply with that dress code, that could well be seen as a gross misconduct situation and you could face disciplinary action and even lose your job. But after the health and safety requirement, everything else to do with a workplace dress code is based on your company's policy. Many companies and businesses have dress code policies as part of their brand and you've seen that in supermarkets or in particular shops. So many do have it as part of their brand and they also have it to communicate what's appropriate to wear to work. And here your workplace policy can include expecting you to wear a uniform every day. Outside of health and safety legislation and a workplace dress code policy, there really isn't anything else that governs how you should dress for work. And it will be for you to decide on which of the four types of dress code best suits your workplace. And those four types are commonly known as business formal, business professional, business casual and casual. So there's nothing wrong with your employer having a dress code. There is no employment right that says your employer cannot put a dress code in place for all the staff in the company. 
like for example requiring women to wear a dress or a skirt to work or requiring men to wear long trousers. But the problem with this type of dress code is when your employer insists on having different expectations of dress codes for different groups of staff or when a particular dress code cannot be justified by your employer or when a dress code can be experienced as discriminatory by a particular group of employees. Case in point, back in 2015, a woman called Nicola Thorpe was sent home without pay by the accountancy firm she worked for, which was Pricewaterhouse and Cooper, believe it or not. Well, she was sent home because she arrived to work in flat shoes and refused to change into heels. Now, Nicola's employment agency at the time had a policy that women had to wear high heels to work that were between two and four inches high. But Nicola argued that wearing heels all day would be bad for her feet and also that the policy was unfair because her male colleagues were not expected to follow the same rules for their workplace clothing. When Nicola was sent home, she didn't complain, but what she did do was launch a petition to get the law changed to prevent employers requiring employees to wear high heels. And her petition was hugely successful, getting, wait for it, 150,000 signatures in 2015. And that whole event had the effect of waking up the various equality commissions and central government, who all then wanted to jump on the bandwagon to claim responsibility for waking up employers to unfair dress codes. And whilst Nicola didn't get a change in the law, what did happen through these commissions was a more determined focus on how people affected by dress codes could use the Equality Act to bring cases of discrimination against their employer as a way to challenge unfair dress codes. But protection from unfair dress codes can also apply to your religion and belief. And there have been many successful tribunal cases which have challenged decisions from employers, for example, who may refuse to employ Muslim women who wear religious hijabs or headscarves, or Christian employees, for example, who wear crucifixes to work. One of the most famous cases in this latter area was the case of Nadia Awida who successfully sued British Airways for banning her from wearing her crucifix to work. She took her case to Employment Tribunal and the tribunal found that British Airways had not proved that its dress code policy of banning crucifixes had any negative impact on the company's corporate image and also that the reasons for the policy failed to outweigh Miss Ewida's right to manifest her religion and the policy was not applied consistently across their staff teams. So if you're confronted by a dress code policy that is worrying you, what you should think about are a number of tests that you can apply in your mind to test the policy is not impacting on your rights. And when you're thinking about this, there are four key areas that you need to pay attention to. Firstly, is the dress code genuinely necessary for you to do your job? 
like, for example, dress codes that meet health and safety requirements. Secondly, does your employer impose different dress codes or different interpretations of the dress code on different groups of people? Like, for example, demanding one group of workers wear one type of clothing, which another group of workers is not expected to wear, without there being a good non-discriminatory reason for applying this standard. Because the employer can justify the dress code if there is a good non-discriminatory reason for doing so. Thirdly, are male and female colleagues at your workplace being treated in the same non-discriminatory way when it comes to dress codes? And lastly, does your employer's dress code impact disproportionately against you because you are a disabled member of staff? Remembering here that employers have a legal duty to make reasonable adjustments to all aspects of your employment experience if you are disabled. And those reasonable adjustments are there to enable you to do your job. But remembering that the focus here is on the word reasonable. If you're affected by a dress code, you need to consider whether the effect on you is so bad that you feel forced to resign from your job and claim constructive dismissal. And if this is you, you can refer back to podcasts 91 and 116, where we take you through the key aspects of constructive dismissal. You'll find the links to those podcasts in the show notes below. The other action you can take if you belong to a protected characteristic group is to claim discrimination in relation to the treatment and the impact on you of your employer's dress code. When looking at your case, a tribunal will look at whether your employer has an objective justification for the particular aspects of its dress code policy, looking in particular at the reasons for the policy the result of applying the policy and whether the impact of expecting you to comply with the policy is justified in relation to the aims and objectives of the company. And that's it for this week. Our takeaways for this week are don't be frightened to look at any workplace dress code if it makes you feel uncomfortable. Although your employer has a legal duty to provide you with protective clothing, which you must wear to do your job, beyond this, your employer can have a policy about what you wear, but that policy cannot unnecessarily impose on your legal protected characteristic rights. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.